Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Hello, everyone. Happy okay-ish Wednesday. Oh my goodness. Can you believe we have made it to the end of January? I can't. I can't. As always, I am your host, Mary Ellen. If you are interested in learning more information or connecting with me, the best place to reach me is on Instagram at Mary Ellen Dance. So let's dive right in. This whole month, I have been chatting about wellness, what it means, what it doesn't mean, how to make wellness work for us rather than against us, all of that good stuff. And, you know, it's really interesting because with this topic of wellness, often that brings up the topic of depression, which probably sounds super weird because we think wellness is kind of like the opposite of depression, right? But the reason these topics are often brought up together is because people are often thinking, just be mentally well. Wellness cures depression. Or they think that someone with depression can't have mental wellness or doesn't practice wellness. Well, here's the thing. Neither of those things are true. So I figured today we could dive deep into these topics, which I am really excited about to kind of wrap up this little series that I've done all focused on wellness. So I want to begin by talking about what depression is and more importantly, what depression is not. Let me first talk about what it is not. You may have heard this before, but depression is not sadness. (laughs) Sadness is a feeling that we all feel from time to time. Depression is not that. Someone who is depressed may feel sad sometimes, like any human, but they're not synonyms. I feel like depression has become kind of a slang term that when someone's feeling sad, they say they're depressed and they're not synonyms. So it's important to know that. Another thing that depression is not is depression is not suicidal. What I mean by that is just because someone is depressed does not mean that they are suicidal. And get this, you guys, if someone is suicidal, that actually might not mean that they're depressed. I know it's crazy. I will explain more on that in later episodes because we will be talking about suicide awareness. But it's important to recognize that those are also not synonymous. All these things we think about depression may not be true. Another thing that depression is not, and I actually thought to share this because a friend recently said this to me. We were just having a conversation and she was like, well, depression is chronic. Depression never goes away. You guys, I'm so excited to tell you that it can. Now, of course, it can be chronic. Someone with depression may struggle and experience depression their whole lives, but that's not always. Actually, that's kind of the minority. Depression is actually really treatable. 
I believe that the fancy statistics say that with a combination of medication and therapy, depression symptoms are usually completely gone within six months. They do a lot of studies where they survey people to ask about, you have symptoms of depression. Are you going to therapy? Like all of that. From surveys like that, it has been found that depression symptoms can usually be completely gone within six months with therapy and medication. Hopefully this is great news for all of us. When I was talking to my friend about this and she just said so offhandedly like, oh, depression is chronic. I was like, holy cow, I need to tell everybody that it is not necessarily chronic. And that's really, really important to know. The last thing that depression is not is depression is not a bad mood. (laughs) Now we all get in bad moods. Lately, I've been in more bad moods because COVID and winter and just all sorts of things. Bad moods happen to all of us. Bad moods are often just bad moods. And that is not what depression is. So it's really, really important to recognize what depression is not. But let me share with you a little bit about what it actually is. Because you may be thinking, okay, well, I thought it was all those things and it's not. So what is it? Depression is a mental health disorder. The disorder is actually called major depressive disorder. And there's a few different types of depression. There's postpartum depression, persistent depressive disorder, lots of different things. But typically when we say the word depression, we're meaning major depressive disorder. Now, mental health disorders all have criteria in order to diagnose them. I can't just hear that someone is feeling down and slap a major depressive diagnosis on them. That's not how it works. In order to diagnose someone, it involves looking a lot at the length of time the person has been feeling this way, how much it's impacting their life, exactly what they're feeling, stuff like that. A lot of factors go into it. Be careful not to diagnose yourself with depression because, well, first of all, you can't diagnose yourself. But second of all, it's a lot more complicated and in-depth than just feeling down. And so, like I said a few minutes ago, we've all been feeling down. We're in a pandemic. It's wintertime. I live in upstate New York. It's rarely ever sunny. (laughs) There's a lot of factors. Maybe that means that we, we have a depressive disorder, but maybe it just means we're feeling down. So it's really important to know the difference. I mentioned this already, but I do want to repeat myself because it's super important and for dramatic effect. Depression is treatable. Depression is treatable. I see people with depression diagnoses that later on do not have the diagnosis. This is awesome news. Awesome, awesome news. Another thing that depression is, is depression is genetic. It's very genetic. A lot of mental health disorders are genetic. There is often a genetic component. And we'll talk about those later. Knowing that depression is genetic, it's important to note that it impacts the brain. So it's not just a feeling. It means we have too much of chemicals in our brain or not enough chemicals in our brain. It affects neurotransmitters in our brains and how things in our brains interact with each other and talk to each other, right? It is, it is a lot more complicated than I'm feeling depressed. When people tell me that they feel, quote unquote, bad for being on depression medication, I remind them that it is literally from chemicals in our brains. And I don't know about you, but I can't control chemicals. (laughs) But thankfully, medication kind of can. Another thing that depression is, 
remember how I said depression is not sadness? Well, what does depression look like? So depression can look like many different things, many, many different things for different people. It depends on the person, what it looks like, what it feels like. But here are some big examples of what it might look like. Lack of motivation. Seriously, a client recently was telling me how they were feeling and and she told me that when she wakes up in the morning, it crosses her mind like, well, I could just lay in bed all day. Not in a like, ugh, I don't want to get up. My alarm's going off too early. But in a very apathetic, let me just lay here all day and let the time pass me by kind of way. That's a really common symptom. Depression can also look like agitation, anger, frustration, no patience with themselves or with others. Another common symptom is feelings of emptiness. Again, emptiness is different than sadness. Emptiness is empty. It's just empty. Sounds pretty shitty. Other symptoms can look like either unable to sleep or sleeping way too much, decreased libido, mood swings, weight changes or appetite fluctuations, feelings of helplessness, hopelessness, worthlessness, fatigue, really, really tired, restlessness, difficulty concentrating, lots of stuff like that. You're starting to get the idea. It's not fun at all. Why am I giving you a little lesson on depression? You may be asking yourself. Well, there's a few reasons. The first reason is depression is often misunderstood. Like I said earlier, it's often used as a slang term when people really just mean like sad or something else. It's really important to debunk some of these myths about what depression is and what it isn't so we can truly understand. And so those people who are truly experiencing depression can be heard and seek help. But the other reason I'm sharing this with you during this mental wellness month specifically is because mental wellness and depression greatly influence each other, especially right now when, let's be honest, we're all experiencing more symptoms of depression than usual due to winter and COVID and the political climate and whatever else is going on, being stuck in your house all the time, seeing your kids as much as you're seeing them. And lots of people ask me, okay, well, can self-care just help this? Can I self-care this away? You know, how can I maintain mental wellness while experiencing some of these symptoms? How do they affect each other? Before I go on, just another quick little disclaimer to not diagnose yourself. We all experience symptoms of depression. That does not mean we have a depression diagnosis. We all have ups and downs and go through periods of time with more depressive symptoms. That's normal. If you feel like you are experiencing lots of depressive symptoms and you're concerned about it, reach out for help. You can always ask me and I will direct you to the appropriate place. With that being said, a lot of the mental wellness stuff we hear or see are really, really helpful things when feeling or experiencing depressive symptoms. I know it's crazy, but literally all this good stuff, stuff I've even shared on this podcast, maintaining a schedule, going outside, exercising, connecting with friends and family, doing things you enjoy, all of that stuff that's great for depression. Now, I do feel that it's important to say that these things do not cure depression. Even though that stuff is fantastic for depression, it's not as simple as that. And unfortunately, I hear people say this to me all the time when they're like, oh, well, I did this self-care activity. Shouldn't I feel better? Not necessarily. Depression is a lot more complicated than that. I don't want us to put that pressure on ourselves of, okay, I'll do this wellness stuff and then that'll cure me. That's not necessarily how it works. 
It's not like someone who's experiencing very severe depression can go for a walk and then be better. (laughs) Depression is very complicated and it can be very scary. In a lot of ways, we've simplified it by being like, oh, do some self-care, you'll feel better. That is not at all what I am saying. But what I am saying is that these things can definitely help someone to manage depressive symptoms or to at least maintain like a level of functioning so that the depression doesn't get worse. Or maybe we aren't depressed, but we're kind of experiencing some of these symptoms and it could fall into a depression and we don't want it to. So we do some of these mental wellness activities. Often these self-care mental wellness activities that are talked about all the time can help to keep us at our baseline of functioning, even when we're not feeling great. But here's the kicker. Remember all those depression symptoms I described? Do you think someone experiencing all those feelings of helplessness and apathy and low motivation and all of that wants to get up and go for a walk with a friend? Um, no. It's so ironic that some of the things that are the best for depression are the things that are the most difficult when we're feeling depressed. But those times that we don't want to do things are often the most important times to do those wellness activities when we don't feel like it, when we're feeling like, you know what, if I just laid in bed all day, that wouldn't matter. I was recently talking to someone about depression that they have experienced, and they had a low dip in depression last year for a few months. And this person told me, he said that he felt so apathetic that for a little while he couldn't even get himself enough energy to get out of bed to go to the couch to play a video game. That's scary, right? You may be thinking, just get up and go, but depression is bigger than that. I wouldn't necessarily call playing video games on the couch a wellness activity. Maybe they are for some people. But he felt as though he was unable to even do that. Depression is actually the perfect topic to end this wellness series because oftentimes wellness activities are going to really, really help our depression. They're not going to cure it. It's not as simple as that. But these wellness activities can help our depression from getting worse. But when we're feeling depressed is the time that we don't want to do these activities. So I think it's important for all of us to recognize that. If we can kind of push ourselves a little bit to do some of this wellness stuff, especially when we don't feel like it, it's so hard. It's so hard. And it might not always work. But I promise whatever we're experiencing, all of these wellness activities do help us to feel a little bit more okay-ish. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.